So give them an opportunity. I think a lot of times we just snatch them up. We run around the house. We try to rock them back to sleep. Whatever we can do. We stand on our head. We spin around three times. We feel like it's our responsibility to get them back to sleep when really what they need is the opportunity to figure out how to get themselves back to sleep. And we kind of get more in the way with all of our stimulation. And we're just so fun and wonderful to be around. So (laughs) we're popping in there with the longest five minutes ever known to mankind is the five minutes you're holding your screaming baby during a nap when you have a work meeting that you're trying to get back to. Oh, we know. We know. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Today's episode is brought to you by Spoonful One and Cozy Earth. Spoonful One is one of our partners on the Moms on Call podcast. And when we get questions about what Spoonful One is and how it works, we like to have Dr. Wendy Sue Swanson answer those. She is the chief medical officer for Spoonful One, and she's also a pediatrician and most importantly, a mom. Parents frequently come to me worried about potential peanut allergies. The thing to know is that peanut allergies only make up about 7% of all food allergies. There are eight other major allergens to consider, like egg, milk, shellfish, fish, tree nuts, wheat, dairy, soy, and sesame. So make sure in addition to feeding your baby peanut around four to six months of age, that you also feed all the other common allergens. This might feel like a huge undertaking and a lot of grocery shopping, but it doesn't have to be. Spoonful One makes it easy to get the top allergens into your little one's diet on a consistent basis. You can learn more about the importance of daily exposure and get an exclusive discount at SpoonfulOne.com slash MomsOnCall. I know we talk a ton about babies, sleep, and routines, but it is also important for us to sleep. And Cozy Earth Sheets are helping with the most comfortable soft sheets I have ever slept on. Cozy Earth Sheets have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try them out for three months. Head to CozyEarth.com and enter code MOMSONCALL40 for 40% off at checkout. Hi, yes, my name is Morgan from North Carolina. Uh, We've got a two and a half year old and a five month old. Uh, Both are sleeping great through the night. We are really loving the Moms on Call schedule that you guys have put together. I was hoping for some help with our five month old. We are nursing, eating baby food and sleeping through the night great, like I mentioned, but he is barely napping. We dropped the evening nap, so we're only trying to get him to nap two times a day, once in the morning, once mid-afternoon, and he is only sleeping for about 30 minutes uh, for each of those naps. Uh, And I was just worried that he's not getting enough rest during the day. He seems absolutely miserable um, after he wakes up 
after the 30 minutes, he is just crying hysterically. And both my husband and I have tried to come in and settle him two times. We try to let him cry it out for about 10 minutes, um, set him down, and, and just isn't having it. So we end up just trying to keep him up. Just looking for some advice on how to get him to nap a little bit better. We've got the room dark. We've got our blackout shades, our noise machine, and we both work from home. So we're able to utilize the crib for both his naps. So just looking for some advice. I appreciate your help. Thank you so much. Well, Morgan, this is the question. We get these nap questions all the time, all the time. But let me do a shout out, Laura. How many? This is the place where we are going to get all kinds of sweet parents calling in with what you were saying. I've got a five-month-old. They are eating the foods. They are sleeping all night. There's so many great things going on. We are so thrilled that we have so many of those just primary elements of the activities of daily living in place. And it does. And that and that, that those are wonderful things, but we so understand those naps and Ooh, when you work from home when they are wonky <laughs> and out of sorts, and the kids are miserable, and and it makes it hard. But let's let's establish a few things. Yeah, one, you can have natural light coming in the room for those naps. That's perfectly fine. like, a, but not like an open window. You mean like right. blinds that are kind Just of like some yeah. natural light? It doesn't have to be pitch black. Yeah, for those naps. We want to make sure we're using the right sound machine, right? So we all sounds are not equal. Not equal. So you want a high quality sound machine, white noise, about two feet away from the crib. Well, we love the Electrofan. So let's love just, it because let's, we want to make it easy. Yes. So that those sounds are some of our absolute well, most consistently favorite sounds. Yeah, the first yeah. or second white noise on that machine. And yes, we do sell them on the website. You can get them wherever you want to, but it is our absolute favorite sound machine ever. The quality of that white noise is significantly better. And that's the only one we offer for it's, that very reason. Yeah. Here's our favorite. We want to make it easy. And, and we met with the with yeah. the people who made it and and why they chose that sound and and they did put a lot of effort into that. Just say so that's the plug for the Electrofan for sure. Uh, not we sponsored. Not no. sponsored. They did not sponsor this. But you know, so we want to make sure that it's the right sound machine. And that that sleep environment is so important. So some natural light. So Let's go back to, to kind of those basics. So we want to make sure sound machine, natural light coming in the room. At this age, at five months of age, they may be rolling, may not be rolling. This does get significantly better once they're rolling over. Just saying it does get better. And that does not mean perfect. So right sound machine, natural light in the room. We're going to make sure that we are giving them footed pajamas or whatever they're wearing. If it's daytime naps, they don't have to be in footed pajamas, but you don't want something that has a lot of big bows or buttons or, you or know. anything restrictive of yes, their movement because they're learning to roll over. So some of the sleep sacks at this age can hinder that a little bit. Yeah. And they just want to move around and get some of that energy out. And it causes so much frustration. So it's not that we're like, oh my gosh, stay away from sleep sex forever. Or, you know, 
but they do. Some kids, it really matters. If they can't hike that leg over and figure out how to roll over and stick that butt up in the air, is, you know, it, it frustrates them and it, and it can really kind of cause this to, to jump off of the rails. Well, and that um, brings up another point, though, especially when we have these moms on call babies and they're so happy and content, minus these two little nap interruptions that we're having. And we're going to talk about that. But they're so content that they're not getting out all the energy that they need to get out. So part of this crying stint at the end of nap is just like, I have some, like I need to work out so they can't jog around the block. So this is what they've got. So we want to transfer some of that usually in the evenings or right before the nap, right before we go into the tender time nap preparation, we want to give them opportunities to be able to meet the developmental milestones that are next for them, which is sitting up without support, putting some weight on their legs while you kind of have them around the chest with your hands. So we need to give them a little pre-nap workout and right before bed baby workout. That's right. And that helps so much. And I love, love, love that pre-nap routine. So you mentioned that, and that's just where when it's about nap time, and remember, look, we want to be consistent with the start point the start time of these naps twice a day. Those are the two naps that you're focusing on. And at five months of age, Morgan, he may still be dozing kind of in that later afternoon. If you guys go out for a family walk or you're running errands or whatever, you may find that he's still dozing. That cat nap may or may not go away 100% until closer to that six to seven month mark. But when it's about nap time, you're going to do that pre-nap routine, and that just consists of, you know, changing their diapers, snuggling, reading a story, singing a song, baby massage, whatever you want that to look like. And then set those realistic expectations. So you have all the sleep environment things in place. And they go down slightly but pleasantly awake. Oh, so if you have so a really good singing voice... <laughs> And you sing them to sleep in your arms and you try and transfer them like a CIA agent, like just so careful, like a ninja. Yep, Get them ninja. in there without waking them up. If they can be slightly but pleasantly awake when they go down in that environment, that's ideal. We can't always guarantee that, but that's ideal. Even if the pleasantly doesn't last very long, they might have a little bit of energy to get out before they really take that first delve into those 30 minutes that you were talking well, about. Well, and that's why, you know, I think it's important at five months of age to put them down and them to have a little bit of freedom and opportunity to explore and move and figure out all these muscles. And so typically it takes about 10 to 15 minutes for them to fall asleep. And I don't think we talk about that enough, that it's not that we put them in the crib and they should be asleep in two seconds, you know. We Although don't. many moms on call babies do do that. So we do have to temper that. If your friend's the whole moms on call friend and their little docile rule following baby goes down and they're like, oh no, I don't know. I put them in the crib for their naps and they just sleep for an hour and a half. Yeah, it just, just happens. So it doesn't mean they're doing something right and you're doing something no. wrong. We just have two different babies and, and two different lifestyles. That's right. And those expectations need to be realistic. So takes 10, 15 minutes or so to fall asleep. They will sleep for 30 to 45 minutes. They will wake <laughs> and fuss and whine and cry out and hopefully figure out how to roll over and find their comfy spot. And that tends to take somewhere between 10 and 20 minutes. And at five months of age, 
if we've got all the other things in place, ideally we want to give them about that 20 minutes to kind of figure out how to roll and scoot and find that comfy spot and talk and doze and cry and fuss. And then they'll doze again for probably another 20 or 30 minutes. Your job as mom and dad uh, with this five-month-old is to be consistent with the time that you're putting them down twice a day as realistically as possible. You have an older child. You might go to the park. You've got life. (laughs) We get that. Life. But when realistically possible, go by the clock, not by the time they woke up in the morning, not by how long they've been awake, but make sure those nap times, the start of those nap times are as consistent as we can realistically get within that 15-minute grace period. Because they have that little inner 24-hour clock. So if we set it, we're setting their little clock to go off at this time. And a lot of what's happening in the middle when they have their, what we're going to call their little mid-nap workout. <laughs> Love that. Is, um, also, because they're such creatures of habit. So we're going to switch that habit up a little bit. And I love that. And so if we're on the four to six month routine, let's just use that as an example. You can always look at your routines uh, that you might be on. But if he's already on that four to six month routine, we're feeding at seven, we're having activity time and play time right up until about 845, nine o'clock. You're doing that pre-nap routine. We're putting them in the crib and let's say they fall asleep at 9.10, then they wake up somewhere around 9.50, 10 o'clock, right? So if they're waking up somewhere around that 9.45, 10 o'clock-ish mark, crying and fussing, we're going to give them until about 10.10, 10.15, kind of let them work through that a little bit. By 10.30, if they're really miserable, that's when you want to get them up out of the crib, That's when you can do some low-key snuggle time. That's 30 minutes prior to the next feed time. So give them an opportunity. I think a lot of times we just snatch them up. We run around the house. We try to rock them back to sleep. Whatever we can do. We stand on our head. We spin around three times. (laughs) We don't recommend the stand. So so that's not the advice to stand on your head with the baby. I can't even imagine what that looks like. But yes, we hey, but do I think everybody so can many things. It. Yes, we we feel like it's our responsibility to get them back to sleep when really what they need is the opportunity to figure out how to get themselves back to sleep. And we kind of get more in the way with all of our stimulation and we're just so fun and wonderful to be around. So <laughs> we're popping in there with the longest five minutes ever known to mankind is the five minutes you're holding your screaming baby during a nap when you have a work meeting that you're trying to get back to. Oh, we know, we know. So we're going to extend out that time to where you're comfortable But we want to give them more of a chance. And we know that we need to do that because of what you said before is they get cranky pants. Cranky pants. (laughs) At the afternoon. You know that there was a little more sleep in there that they needed. So we're just going to give them a little more opportunity to get in a full workout and then go back to sleep for that second 20 to 30 minute little window on the other side of that nap. And once they're rolling over, you do tend to see an improvement in that transitional sleep cycle and them being able to get right back down and hear us 
We are not saying that naps are going to be perfect and they're going to sleep for two hours every single day, twice a day, and you know, and you can mark that down and bet on it. You're typically, and what's realistic, is you're going to have one eh, kind of nap and you're going to have one better-ish nap. So pick the one that you want to be the best and work on that first, just like Laura said, with all of those times. Know that you'll be successful sometimes and not others. And also know that this little one is absolutely going to be able to do the things that the day requires. And since they're getting that great sleep at night, since they're eating their foods, we're going to add in some extra activity. Um, You have all of the basics met. This is a little detail. This is a little half hour in our day. And we're so thrilled to be able to manage that with you. Sharing some of our most popular tips and tricks. This is the Moms on Call Spotlight, presented by Spoonful One. We hear so much about sleep regressions. And here at Moms on Call, we call it progressions. And why do we do that? Because there's so much that is a part of normal, healthy growth and development. And we want us to look forward to these things and for us to be able to manage our kids as they go through the normal changes of life. So when we hit that four-month mark and their brains are starting to wake up in these new areas, it's really an exciting time. And our job is to keep the sustainable routine in place And that when they have these interruptions to control the things that we can control, their schedule, their routine, and to love, love, love the next stage they are getting ready to master. This Moms on Call Spotlight was presented by Spoonful One. Parenting is hard. Spoonful One helps make it easier. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.